everybody, this is Mandy, and I will be eating funnel cake this week and whatever else I want. Okay, all right. Hi, everybody. This is Ollie, and I didn't prepare an intro. And this is the Mandy and Ollie podcast. Uh, 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 podcast. You search for guys with the most things. Daddy ran away, left your mama with the keys to the Mustang. Yeah, keys to the Mustang. Hey, Mandy. How you doing today? I'm good. I'm finally back at home, guys. Hey. There's no place like home three times. Um, yeah, click your heels three times, Shadi. Um, are y'all wondering what the airport's like? Because if Ooh. so, I'll tell you. Mandy, yo, before you do that, what's the airport like? Okay. The <laughs> airport <laughs> is empty. They are they are very empty. Um, the Florida airport that I was in was like super empty. And Oh, also, I would say this. Um, Okay, so uh, I'm all over the place. First, let me talk about the emptiness. So the workers that are there are, like, just for, like, the airline workers and then TSA and then um, probably some people who are doing, like, cleaning stuff. All of the stores inside of the airport are closed, stores and restaurants, except for, like, that one main store that sells like newspapers and stuff like that Mm. and um drinks and snacks so I guess they felt like that was a semi-requirement so that people could eat something if they needed to Mm. but for the most part it's like dead in the airports um the other thing that is interesting so the airline that I flew with Mm. Um, I'm saying this more for Ollie than um, for some other people, but the airline that I flew with was very accommodating about the process and they're being, I feel like, smart about how they're handling it. So um, I feel like they're allowing more time for actually like cleaning the planes because, you know, they'll be like, yeah, we cleaning the planes, but really they just probably picking trash up off the floor mm-hmm. and then they taking no time at all to like, add people in but this time it's like really cleaning off the planes really allowing for social distancing on the plane so it's not just like I had a whole row of three seats to myself it was like my row and the row across from me was I was the only person in those rows (laughs) um there's nobody in front of me there was nobody behind me (laughs) like like a good healthy social distancing thing um but they are you know reducing I think the amount of planes so the plane that I was on had people on it that were I don't know where they came from previously but they were headed to Houston after that like making it so that I guess folks who need to get to where they need to get to aren't traveling through a bunch of planes or through a bunch of airports but um they're still you know you understand what I'm saying like because planes are really expensive, you can't just say like, oh, well, we're going to have you get off this plane and go through the airport to another gate and get on another plane. Like, I feel like they're being smart about saying we're going to still continue these flights because there are people who have to fly, but we're going to make the fuel or the passenger amount still reduce. But we may just use like one plane for these multiple flights because that's the only way to make it like financially feasible in order to get these people where they need to go. Okay. Where I have other people that I know using the cheaper airlines and they just keep like, they're taking, they took the money to be like, yeah, we're going to have this flight. And then they just keep canceling the flight. Mm. That um, was an issue for like a family member of mine. Who's a college student, pretty much trying to get back home. Mm. So, Sounds like a hassle. Yeah. So I'm calling out spirit. <laughs> says, All right. Say bye bye to that endorsement. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just think that they should be fair in handling this process. So there's certain tactics that I feel like they could use to better improve their customer service being 
don't make people go all the way to the airport before you tell them that the flight is canceled. Mm. Yeah, that's inconvenient and inconsiderate. So I would hope you could, just like you can send out a email blast and 10 different reminders for me to pay for my seat or pay for an upgrade or pay for bags, you could definitely send out a blast saying, hey, we're going to cancel this flight or hey, um, you know, we don't have confirmed number of seats or booked or whatever. So yeah, they have the capabilities. They just didn't do it. Mm -hmm. I would also say like for people again, that have to fly, call the airlines directly. They're being really good about picking up the phones and giving you um, information about if you can catch an earlier flight, what earlier flights are available. Um, if you want to cancel your flight or use or get, you know, store credit, quote unquote, like what those processes are. Again, for the airline that I was using, I feel like they were really good, um, which was Southwest. But don't listen to Google because when I was on my way to the airport, Google told me that my flight was delayed. Hmm. And so my sister was almost be going to be like, okay, do you want to wait before we go to the airport? And my instinct was like, no, I just wanted to get there because maybe they're trying to delay it because they think no one's going to be on the flight. And then when I got to the airport, the people, the airline was like, no, we're not delayed. So I'm just like, I don't even know who told Google that we was delayed. But if I had gone with that, I could have, I mean, I probably wouldn't have missed my flight mm -hmm. because it was that empty in there, but I just wouldn't have wanted to take that risk. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To to miss my flight because the flight took off even earlier than it was supposed to because it was just like, there was like, they were like, all right, everybody that's here is going to be here. <laughs> everybody is in a seat. There's, we're social distancing. We, we and we and not only did they clean the plane, but I, you know, everyone on the flight took their time wiping down their seats. I, t I wiped down all three seats <laughs> mm. on the road that I was on, um, the window, the wall, the whole thing. So even with people taking all that time to do their own cleansing process, there was still plenty of time. So how are you feeling? So so are we going to start this off with talking about the Rona again, or are we just talking specifically about flight stuff? Um, I mean, I have other areas to talk about okay. other things affected by the Rona. So if you want to talk about the Rona specifically now, we can do that. But I feel like throughout the podcast, we're going to have to talk about the Rona. Right. Yeah, it can wait. Rona can wait. Um, did you want to go into your goal updates or? Yes, yeah, so I can give my goal updates. With me coming back home, um, a couple of things have just been off kilter. Like I'm pretty much recreating a whole new schedule and mm -hmm. there's just a lot of stuff that I was trying to get together for myself. So I haven't done any writing yet, um, but I've still been trying to keep with my walks. So I've uh, missed one day, but I pretty much have still been walking. So that's good. And I have um, certain updates that I'm doing with my school. I'm supposed to do an online orientation, and then hopefully that will allow me to register for classes when the time comes. As of right now, they don't have any information on classes, but I'm hoping slash assuming it'll probably be online classes. Hey, I thought with the new job, you put the school stuff on hold. Are you going to do both? Um, The plan was to do both. Okay, cool. So we will see. Okay. If I'll still be able to do that because the second job that I was trying to do that would help me pay for school, I, it looks like I probably won't be able to do that. So, um, I have to figure out really how many classes I'll be able to f take financially since I won't have like that extra income to pay for those classes at that time. Um... And then with the new job, I'm still slowly doing things for that. So it does look like I will be starting soon. So I'm cool. really 
happy and excited about nice. that. Nice, nice, nice. Mm, for my goal updates, you guys, I've downloaded this new app. It's like a workout app and a drinking water app. It'll give you notices every time you need to drink water throughout the day. I haven't started the workout portion of it, but every time it tells me to drink water, I am throwing it back. So that was really, really <laughs> cool. And also recently I baked some cookies, you guys, and I haven't baked something from scratch in a very, very long time. They were delicious and I melt some out. So hopefully I get some feedback soon. So if if the people who I send it to are like, yo, these are bomb, then I'm probably going to make some and then I'm going to send some to Mandy and our other friends too, because um, baking helps me relieve stress. So I enjoy doing it. Good. Yeah. So, are you ready to enter the safe space? I am. Would you like to go first? Yes. I want to discuss that uh, potentially cliche or taboo saying of check on your strong friends. And I just want to say, do check on your strong friends or your friends that say they're okay. Like, no, I'm really okay. No, really, I'm good. Like, check on them because they might not be good. And I don't mean check on them to the point where they're like, okay, I didn't have a problem before, but now you're bothering me. So there's a problem. I just mean check on them to where you feel like I've checked on them to the best of my ability. I've done the best I could to not be intrusive and push too hard to see how they are. I mean, you should check on all your friends, the strong ones, the not strong ones, but (laughs) especially the ones who, I don't know. Just ooh, why am I getting emotional? <laughs> just check on your friends. This, this is a safe space. You can be emotional if yeah. you want. I personally have been having a hard time, and my friends have checked on me, and I really appreciate it. So that's all I want to say. <laughs> okay, it's it's funny that you picked this because it's something that I was going to talk about, not that specifically, but something in that form I was going to talk about it in meat and potatoes but um I can do it a little bit now which is that like understanding who like no shade but like because I'm trying to make sure that I'm checking in on people too Mm -hmm. um especially if because of all of the stuff that's going on it's like everybody's at home yeah and so you know not that people aren't still busy or don't still have stuff going on, but if you're choosing to check in on certain people, like, or not check in on other people, it just kind of shows like who you're close to or who you're prioritizing or whatever. And just like being mindful, like now that you have this time, check in on people that you haven't checked in in a while, Mm -hmm. because like Ali said, like they might need it. Like, you like you're thinking about what you got going on and what you watching next on Netflix right. or Hulu right. or whatever. And especially me, like I feel like I'm a very um, independent person. So I could be like doing my own thing in my own bubble yeah. for a really long time. <laughs> right. And not to and not in a malicious way to anyone else, just focused on what yourself. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then. But this type of thing is, you know, like Ali said, hard in itself. And then there's people who may not be able to handle the situation or may be like experiencing other difficulties that are amplified more because of the situation. And like there's things that I was thinking about, like people being trapped in like maybe a domestic violence thing Mm. and they don't have any reprieve of leaving the home or um, people who just like live in unhealthy circumstances. That's not like physical violence, but it's just like emotionally draining. And now they don't have any, again, reprieve because they're stuck at home. Right. Or people who are just like, your friend that you know tends to feel like kind of lonely, like isn't as comfortable as, as you are or me in this case with being by themselves. And now they have to be by themselves. Like just like really being mindful to check in on folks. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have zoom, but there's so <laughs> many other <laughs> ways to like do video chatting with people, all the iPhone people, like, you know, with they FaceTime, like, Oh, we've been doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Instagram has a chat option that I've been using with my friends. There's Google um, Duo, I think it is, that I used recently. It's just like, or just a regular old phone call, like back in the day. <laughs> just, a what? A what? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> just check in on folks, see how they're doing, um, chat. Because I was very fortunate, even though when I was in Florida, there were family members, I didn't get to see. It was a long, like I went a long period without seeing certain family members because of this. And I still ended up seeing people not in like large groups or anything like that. But it was just like, I can't, I felt like I couldn't go to this space, be here for basically three weeks and then not see my family and because of all the stuff that's going on like naturally I don't really get to see them I haven't seen them in years literally but now I don't know when I'd be able to see them again you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah and um it's then created just like you know this energy to just be like okay we're gonna text each other more we're gonna call each other more because we don't know, again, when we'll be able to see each other. So if it is, like, you know, video chatting or just phone calls or whatever. Oh, also for video chatting, all your international folks, you know, WhatsApp, mm-hmm. got the also got the video calling and the yeah. regular calling and text and all that stuff. So really trying to do that communication thing, like, with us having to isolate and quarantine and social distance and all of that, using the technology that we have available to us to really stay connected because it's really easy to feel, like, lost or just, like, you know, removed. Like, we are removed from each other, and it can just feel really hard for people. Um, And me being mindful of that because even though I feel like I'm doing fine, it can still be helpful for someone else to hear my voice or see my face or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then that'll be a reason for everybody that like to get dressed up and fix up themselves, (laughs) you know, a reason to do more than just brush your teeth and wash your face in the morning, like put a little, a little makeup on. If you like to put on makeup, (laughs) if you like to do your hair, do a little something. So when you go on the video chat, you look like something. (laughs) That's true. I'm not sure if any of us have recently done that, but <laughs> I think it would be fun to like specifically have a day to dress up and I don't know, have this video chat party. That would be fun. Yeah. I've been talking to my friends about this Netflix party I did with my friend the other day and it has some bugs, but it was, it was super fun to do. So if y'all want to plan those, you know, Netflix parties where you guys can watch the same thing at the same time and say, you don't want to do the, built-in chat to the software maybe you can be on video and still watching it at the same time like there are ways to stay connected so yeah I really appreciate what Mandy said also about it's not necessarily always about you maybe I needed to hear Mandy's voice maybe one of our other friends needed to see our face maybe just her being there would bring comfort so it's a very selfless thing to try to be there for other people yeah, and we talked about this a little bit offline with the podcast, but I feel like Netflix was holding on to that <laughs> party thing because it's just real convenient that it happened to come out with Corona. I'm like, y'all was just waiting for an opportunity to be like, watch what we got next, y'all. We we finna kill it with this. Wait a minute. <laughs> Not wait a minute. Netflix party. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, they didn't even have a rollout. It was just like, here's the website. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right. <laughs> what are you putting into the safe space? Today? Um, I'm say If I say this safe space, I won't have nothing for meat and potatoes, okay? Okay. okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, my this is a safe space is like a twofold thing that I saw and experienced um, literally since like being home, which are like additional negative things or like just like crazy or random or whatever things that you have to deal with. And then you're like, and then Navona. So when I came back um, from sunny 
warm, not even warm, hot Florida. I came back to then say, okay, let me go out to the grocery store so that I don't have to go out to the grocery store. Because even though um, I had people fortunately give me, like, you know, my parents bought me toilet paper and I had a friend gave me a couple of groceries, but I just wanted to, you know, go out to the store to get really everything that I need so I wouldn't have to leave again for a while. And when I venture outside and it was rainy, I didn't think anything of it. But it turns out I was going out in the middle of a tornado and thunderstorm warning. <laughs> and I was just like, Excuse right? And I was just like, I could wait. But then I'm also like, what's the point? What's the point? <laughs> like, you might not go out in the middle of a tornado warning. Because um, the Rona going to get us all anyway. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like. I'm laughing about this part because the next thing that I say, like, isn't funny at all. But um, just being like, you know, I got to deal with all this on top of Rona. Um, So Mm -hmm. the other thing that, um, you know, a lot of people are experiencing and um, I heard earlier today is that, like, someone that I know passed away. And they didn't pass away from coronavirus, but because of the circumstances of coronavirus, people can't have funerals or home-going services or memorials or anything like that. Like, Really? Yeah. So especially like in England, this person that I'm referring to um, passed away in America, but I have, you know, family in England and people that um, I know who are losing people in England and they have done like a much more full shutdown than I feel like we've done in America. But the only thing that they are allowing people to have is funerals, but it's still like restricted funerals. So situations Mm -hmm. where folks like, you know, would go to pay their respects or say their last goodbyes or whatever, it'll just be like immediate family or at the point when it gets to a funeral. So folks who are in the hospital aren't allowed to have visitors. So you don't even get to see your family member before they pass away. And now you, you're having this funeral and you may or may not be able to go depending on how far people are or whatever. And it's just like really, dealing with all of those things of I have to I have I have people I know who are sick or I have family members who are passing away and I can't do what I want to do in terms of saying goodbye because of the Rona like mm-hmm. because of Corona like it's just adding to an already very frustrating grieving experience so I don't even know if I'm thinking of it from like a how do we fix this situation because there's nothing to fix but it's just like really feeling it and hitting home um like the way I talked about it with my mom like this is gonna be a thing assuming like we get to the future in history that we talk about like the way veterans and people who experienced like world war one and world war two are just like yeah we were all um had to ration this and we had to hunker down for that. And we were like that back then was how they like really boosted up the industrial system because random people had to learn to make weapons. And it's like now certain industries are learning to make medical equipment. Like they have to switch gears to make medical equipment because there isn't enough to ventilators to save the people who do have to go to the hospital and stuff like that. And it's just like, when the history books like write this story it's gonna be really interesting to not just have like the whatever you know chapter 13 experience of it but like really have people describing what their lives felt like in that time and certain things that happened to them like losing family members and being like I could never say goodbye I never got to see them again I didn't get we didn't get to to bury them like we wanted to or whatever, whatever. Yeah, that's definitely tough. And I, I didn't even think about the death part of it. I've 
seen where I've seen people visiting their loved ones like through windows or like holding up signs or doing like drive-bys, nonviolent ones, to, you know, say hi to sick people, people that have the corona that they can't be around, like practicing social distancing, but, you know, still trying to say I'm still here. I didn't even think about that, like when it comes to death, like not being able to have a funeral or do you put the body on ice or is it safer even to maybe cremate the bodies due to the virus? Like, I don't, I didn't even think about that part. So that's really sad. And it's not even so much being around the body. It's like, you can't have these gatherings and groups of people. So what is going on with all these people who are passing away? Is it just no straight to the ground? And even then it's like, you, you don't, you don't pass away and they put you in the ground. It's still like a two, three week wait, Mm -hmm. I believe. So that's very interesting that you would say that. It's very disheartening to think about also not being able to say your last goodbyes. Yeah. Or like knowing that a family member died alone because right, you couldn't go see them because you couldn't do visitation. And it's not and it's not like me being like upset with the hospitals for doing this protocol because they're trying their best, they're strapped, like they have to figure out what makes sense, but it's it's doesn't change like the hardship that comes from like these realities that we're in. It's interesting because my meat and potatoes is similar. And you guys, we don't review really our topics. So when we're on the same page, it's always kind of creepy to me. But <laughs> for my meat and potatoes, I literally have written down here, wills, state executors, last wishes, and mm-hmm. testaments. And <laughs> I really just wanted to say that no matter how young you are or even how old you are, it's really important to put your last wishes into writing, to get it notarized, to get it officiated in some kind of way so that your friends, your family, people, your loved ones, people you trust to either carry on your legacy or deviate, what's the word, disperse your items, whatever, you know, fulfill your last wishes that someone has that information. Because 10 times out of 10, if you don't have it written down in an approved format Or, you know, you can't just always be like, you know, writing something on a piece of paper and say, oh, look under the bookcase three, three (laughs) clicks over and there's my last will. Like you can't do that. (laughs) It has to be officiated. And like I say, 10 times out of 10, if you don't do that, you know who gets the stuff? The government. The government can come in and say, oh, they didn't have a beneficiary. So it's ours now. Oh, they still owe money for this. So it's ours now. And if you don't dictate who gets what or what you would like to happen after you're no longer here, then that's what happens. So I just want to encourage you all, whether you're like, even even if you have something very small and little, if it's important to you, if you have like a limit of a car, but that's your limit of a car and it can get you from A to B, designate it somebody. If you have like $2 million that you don't want to just randomly go missing to the government, designate it to somebody or some fund or some relief or whatever it is you need to do. I just really want to encourage that. Whether you're like, 18, 25, 85. If you're 85 and you ain't got a will, come on now. But I'm just saying, like, get on it. Get on it, you guys. Thoughts, Mandy? Everything you said is correct. Like, a while, way back when, before all of this happened, but I was still going through my own personal crises because I was looking for a job. Like, I was trying to... um do like financial and personal goal planning I'd set that a long time ago and I feel like I'm finally going to be able to really start executing that as well but one of the things I did put on there and I put it I think as more of a medium-term goal or a long-term goal than like a right now thing but it was like writing out a will and I guess I felt like I could put it off because I was like oh I don't have anything to give or I'm not worried about not living, but now, <laughs> like, who knew we would be here? I'm just saying, like, I was just like, oh, I ain't going nowhere no time soon. And now I'm just like, nobody knows. <laughs> nobody knows where we'll be, what'll be happening. It's just all up in the air. So, um, I, I mean, while in my mind, I don't 
think I own, I don't have anything of value. I do have a car. It's not quite a lemon, but you know, it's paid for outright. So if I were, you know, to pass tomorrow, I would probably give it to a family member to make, so that they can like a younger family member that they can say, here's a car that you can, you know, use to, to help take care of you and figure out, you know, your situation and get you from point A to point B or whatever, whatever. Like I could give it to my dad, but I'm just like, you know, I could give it to this person that, you know, more so needs it. Um, it, yeah. so yeah, it's, it's definitely something or even like, I'm sure my parents would be like, why wouldn't you give it to us? But I'm like, cause you don't need it. But <laughs> yeah, think of, think about those things. Um, definitely I might, I'll tell y'all if by the next podcast if I have at least written up the option of a will because I don't know how I would get it notarized at this current point. I can't go and find the notary. Like I know some notaries, but you know we're we're under quarantine. Right. <laughs> so something else I wanted to say that might be a little more specific too is that say you do have like life insurance or you do have a will and you have a beneficiary. Try adding a second beneficiary. A lot of these companies allow it to happen. So that way, if something happens, like it's something as simple as say, I say, I say Jane is going to be my beneficiary, but say like Jane passes away or something and I forget to update that information, Mm -hmm. then the government will get that if I do not update that information. So if I had a second beneficiary say John, then if Jane passes away, and I pass away, then at least John will get that stuff. So just also like review, keep it updated, especially if you've changed jobs, if you've changed companies recently, like it's really important to review that information. It's something to think about you guys. You don't want to be like, dang, you know, so-and-so could have got a hundred K, but I messed up or I could have left this so-and-so, but you know, I didn't, you know, <laughs> it's, these are things you don't want to look back on in retrospect and be like, dang, I I could have been more helpful and and then it just, you know, ends up going to the government. Yeah. Basically. And we know the government yeah. will take any and everything and be yeah. like real skimp Hello? about, we don't have anything to give you. Mm. I'm Hello? like, I don't, okay. right. Yeah. I don't know exactly when that stimulus check was supposed to go out, but y'all tell me <laughs> if y'all get y'all's and I'll look in the mail to see if I get mine and we'll all convene back here. I heard it was going to be direct right. deposit. You direct, I didn't think it was going to be direct, but okay, well, you know, check your bank accounts, yeah. but I'm just saying like, <laughs> you know, they, they signed that deal, but they was real unclear. I felt like oh, when yep. it's going to drop. So y'all yep. let me know when yours drop and, um, everybody, yep. I don't know. Like, are we all, okay. I, I think I know what I'll talk about for meat and potatoes. But let's finish up this okay. space first. Now I'm like scrambling for topics. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just um, let's all get our lives together as much as we can. And um, okay. not to be, you know, a damper, but if we're going to be a damper, it should be in this as a safe space. Remember your loved ones so that if you lose them, or if they lose you or whatever the case may be, you got to say your final goodbye call and you left something behind. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Okay. Meat and potatoes. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Well, that was, yeah. You got something else to add? Okay. Um, a couple of things. Cause I forgot. The one thing that I just said I was going to say. So, it's April Fool's Day, y'all. <laughs> I just... It is. Are you pranking anybody? Do you feel in the April I, Fool's spirit? Like, I'm not I even do kidding. not feel in the spirit. Um, okay. All I just feel like we... The joke is on all of us right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a clown. I'm a clown. It's like, ah... <laughs> You thought that's how I feel. Everything is just like, ah, you thought it's just right. So, yeah, I will say, even though this podcast will come out after April Fool's Day, I hope y'all find something to laugh about for the whole month of April because <laughs> we're gonna be in the house anyway. So, let's just like all try and think about something that we can laugh at to get us through, right? 
I know I posted it. Do you have any thoughts on <laughs> the governor of Virginia said that they're officially not advised officially going to be social distancing slash quarantine until June. Does that seem wild to you? Even though we've talked about how we don't know exactly how long this is going to go on. I think it's very strong minded that he was just like, I'm not going to wait to see what everyone else is saying. I'm just going to say this now. So <laughs> I can't say, you know, positive or negatives about it. I'm just like, all right, he made a decision. Good for him. Because a lot of people are just being like, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Well, you first. No, you first. And he's just like, let me nip this in the bud. Ain't nobody going nowhere till June. And maybe I'll change my mind if things update till then. But as of right now, we we ain't doing it. Here in Virginia, it ain't happening. It ain't happening, Captain. So, that's pretty much how I feel about it. I was like, alrighty then. Did you remember what you wanted to say? What were we talking about before? And then maybe I'll remember what I was going to say. Talk about will, state executors, last wishes and testaments, beneficiaries, how the government will come in and nickel and dime you and leave you with your pickle and your broken arm. Oh. Even though you had a family member who was supposed to inherit 100K and they just like, Okay, I think I remember. I think I remember. Are y'all mm-hmm. online shopping? <laughs> <laughs> I am, but it's for work. But, okay, that's also a lie. <laughs> so, there are these boots. <laughs> there are these boots I was sitting on, because usually they're like $100 elsewhere, and I put them in my cart, and I was just sitting on them. And then when I went to go check my cart, like, they were having some sales, so it, went, it knocked it down to like 20-something, and I was like, I'm not supposed to be spending money, even though this is a 70% savings rate. But I was like, no, I'm not supposed to be spending money. Let me chill. And it was three different colors of the same boot. So then a couple of days later, I was like, it's not going to get cheaper than that. I went back to buy them and all of my sizes were sold out of all three boots. So I was upset. So technically, no, I'm not shopping online for myself. I am shopping online for my business, but no, not myself. Why? You got some stuff in your so, shopping carts? Typically, I do not like to online shop and I don't like to have. What? I don't like to have it like I do, but not as much. And I don't like it to have it delivered to my apartment because I'm like, Somebody gonna steal my package, but now it's like I'm at home all day. So you, <laughs> so if they steal that package, they they be they gotta be super fast because I'm definitely gonna be able to answer the door as soon as it's uh dropped off. But so I, I did. I I have some um a desk and a chair that's supposed to be on the way. Mm-hmm. Um. Because okay. I helped my sister put together her desk and chair, her little office situation for before I left Florida. So now I'm like, all right, I'm about to have an office situation. And then I did, I bought something else. And I just, I'm trying to figure out if I want to really just start saying like, all right, we, go, we about to start online shopping. And not for things like clothes, because I would like to buy clothes. But then it's also like, who going to see it? But, but I'm just like I just feel like there's this whole new world of shopping more online that I could do and again being able to get my packages and get them in my home immediately because I don't I'm not gonna have them sent um to my parents house because I'm not gonna go over there if I don't have to um if it's not emergent so I'm just like are we about to fall into a rabbit hole of just like online shopping a lot oh girl it's fun it's fun it's it's fun <laughs> there are just so many things and i love coupon you know i love a good sale mixed with a good coupon with, with a good promo code like i like getting stuff for close to nothing so if you want some tips and tricks then i'm i'm the person <laughs> if you want some websites to go to yeah i guess it would be like very much finding people who have like a small business situation and trying to buy more of their stuff. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I mean like these big corporations, not that they aren't also losing money, but I'm like, if someone had a little store, like hopefully they have online presence. It's like, this is a good opportunity for them to, 
to boost up their sales, really promote and be like, here, or and even giving like a little extra, I don't know, not to, that that people have to give me free stuff, but if you're like, if your thing is skincare <laughs> and like putting a little small sample size of something sample. that you already yeah. like, but beyond what they bought or just, you know, something like that. Yeah. That's nice. Oh, I have another thing for meat and potatoes. <laughs> Pulling these out my behind, y'all. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> I mean, okay, this will be the last one. Is there something specific okay. that you're going to try to learn to do or, like, start in your Rona time since you'll be at home? Like, um, yeah. So, like, like I said, I downloaded that app. And it's supposed to, like I said, get me back on the workout track because I haven't been doing my dance workouts because of of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hoping that the apps is I could just be on my phone anywhere doing it, well, not outside, but in my room, in the bathroom, wherever I want to go to do it. I'm hoping that that's um, something that I can like stay consistent with doing. So one thing I was, I saw some people like sewing. Um, You'd be like, all right, I'm going to buy a sewing machine. I'm going to learn to sew this week, y'all. Let's <laughs> get patterns and fabric sent to me. Or um, folks, there's like those second language apps that have all these promotions out. It's like, all right, you at home by yourself anyways. You've been talking to yourself anyways. Talk to this machine and learn how to speak another language. Like, what's the <laughs> thing that you'll be doing that you're going to come out of corona and be like look at me in my new hat and my new bag and by bag i mean this new thing i learned how to do look at my new bag i'm bilingual now y'all all right now when a lot of folks are trying to do that summer body business i was never gonna have a summer body anyways so as i said in my intro i'll be eating funnel cake and whatever else the heck i want because aldi when i went to the store had funnel cake mix and i was like hell yeah (laughs) i will be grabbing this thank you very much i've been seeing a lot of like more body positive body positivity posts where they're like your body in a bikini is a bikini body your body at the beach is a beach body and i'm like you go (laughs) you go for you good go go good for you so yeah uh i will say this it i totally forgot about it because i left it in the garage but I planned for my mutant potatoes. I mean, I guess I still can kind of. I planned on doing this thing. I came across a notebook. I don't know if you remember Mandy, but I believe we had a teacher. I believe you had her too. And basically, she, I don't remember her name, and I usually remember all my teachers' names. But anywho, she would give us these situations where she would play the whole, here's the scenario. Mm, I know who you're talking about. Really I could scenario. say her name, but yes, I don't know if okay. we name the names. We don't have to, but I'm glad you know. So, Because I was like, yeah, M- Mandy was there with me. So, anywho, I found my notebook. I found all the questions and all my responses. And when I was looking back at past Ollie, I was like, whoa. past! If I thought current Ollie was ruthless. Past Ollie was way ruthless. And I'll give y'all an example of, like, some of the scenarios she would have yes. us do. So, it would be like. Right. So, that's what I was going to ask. Wait, wait, wait. I was going to ask, do you want me to read some of the scenarios or we can do it for yeah, the next Yeah, let's do pod. it for the next because podcast. Next pod, Okay, cool, cool. But go ahead. You can so an example, example would be like, would you, if if there was a car coming and it was going to run down one person that you know, um, would you save the one person you know or it was going to run down 300 people? Would you save the 300 people? And she, was, <laughs> we were in the ninth grade. She acted a bunch of 14, 15-year-olds. And I'm just like... <laughs> What? And every week of the flipping school year, I would, it may it might have been every day, but it was definitely at least every week. She got a new scenario, and I'm just like, again, what? <laughs> Mind you, guys, Mandy is giving you a mild example because the examples I was looking at, I was like, I don't even remember these, but it was crazy. I I'll give you one example. This was true. It was like. 
um, say you, uh, I wish I should feel like I should go grab the notebook, but basically it was saying like, say you knew that you were going to have a child that was going to have mm-hmm. disabilities and struggle all his life and be on life support and need constant 24 seven care, or you could, um, terminate the pregnancy and you know what, and you're like a, a devout Christian, what would you do type of thing? And it was just kind of really difficult. Cause it was just like, at least back then, past Ollie was like, well, if this is my child, I'm going to love my child. I'm going to take care of my child. I'm going to do this. It's my child. If it's my child, it's given to me. But current Ollie, honestly, it's just like, if I know that that child is going to suffer and not have the life I would want it to have, I would want it to, you know, run around with other kids, be able to engage, like, I wouldn't want to put my child in that situation. I'm trying to figure out why she put so, us in that situation. Like, she, she was our <laughs> English teacher, and I don't know that she was, like, us presenting these or writing these um, little segments, little essays every week was to have us, you know, improve our grammar, writing these essays. If she was just, like, really, like, go to your darkest saddest place and figure out what you would do if you were pushed into a very dark and cold quarter. Like, I'm just... I... I I I can't wait until next week when we're, you read some of these off and we kind of talk through them yeah. because I'm, I remember... Yeah. I remember it and I'm just, like... I don't know what that was exactly supposed to teach us. Like, we still had to then you know, read Romeo and Juliet or read like, you know, certain books and stories and, and, um, yep. find the, the theme and the, all the, you know, the literary, um, literary. the literary terms that I can't think of right now as a writer, but you know, all of those things within a story, we still had to analyze stories. We still had to write essays and articles, but then she was also just like, here are these, situations and you have to pick one and I'm just like (laughs) what is the point of this like I honestly feel like she was not trying to turn us on to creative writers she was just like I just want I just want to see I just want to make you feel something I just want to not only that I think she just wanted to read the responses like let me see how messed up well how messed up are you that you came up with these concepts she's um there was another one, you guys. I kid you not. It was like, say you have a gun and you have like a criminal in front of you and your best friend, and you can shoot your best friend for like five hundred million dollars, or you can shoot this chem- uh, criminal for like five dollars. Who are you going to shoot? And it's just like, well, what? <laughs> <laughs> just like, I'm, like, and then I'm sitting here like, were, were we the only ones? who had to do that I feel like we were the only ones in the school who did it so now I'm just like were we the only ones in the in the state in the country in the world did anybody else have a teacher like this I guarantee you they did not I guarantee you they did not because I came across I was so fascinated with my answers I was like what and just to see even the questions I was like this is a messed up question but it was like every other page I was like this is a messed up Mm -hmm. question so yeah this will be fun you guys or maybe we should span it out and make it a segment like a what would you do maybe 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 things to think about yeah i mean we're already in the end time so why not create more scenarios of end times (laughs) okay mandy who is received Ooh. Who and or what and or where is receiving your underappreciated award for today? My underappreciated award is just something that brought me, again, a little bit of laughter and joy and was just so simple. And it's going to Quinta B, who I hadn't seen doing anything in a while because, you know, she was out here killing it with all all of her creativity where she's just, you know, creating content and doing certain comedy festivals and being an actress. So, you know, when you don't see people for a while, you know, they got stuff cooking. But again, with the Rona, everybody is just like under the same thing of I'm in the house all day. And some of us are just like 
you know, like we said earlier, oh, I'm going to learn how to sew. I'm going to learn how to knit. I'm going to watch 85 hours of Netflix. And Quinta B just did this little thing of like all the DJs who have been going online and doing the quarantine parties. She put her pots and pans <laughs> on the counter, put her phone, I guess, on the playlist. <laughs> it was like, y'all welcome to, <laughs> to my life party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to spin, y'all. <laughs> and I was just dying. And she had headphones on. It was just in her own bag. And I was like, I love Quinta. I love Quinta so much. So I wanted to give an underappreciated award to some people who were, you know, maybe she was half losing her mind. She was just like, I am a DJ. I do, I can mix. And really, she just scratching her pots and pans. <laughs> But damn it, it brought me joy. <laughs> that sounds so funny. I saw something else uh, that was funny. It was a um, birthday, happy birthday wish to Iroma Lot from Dormtainment. And Dormtainment was basically like, we saved Iroma Lot from uh, the gang life. And it was pictures of him in like tall tees and 3X large <laughs> <laughs> standing in front of like one of those old, like, just. <laughs> old cars it was just crazy so that was funny to me i was like okay so yeah um he's not received my underappreciated award though <laughs> my underappreciated award is going to the icon the living legend the businesswoman the mamapreneur the fearless participant the rhoa candy burris tucker and I wanted to give my underappreciated award to Candy because I've been following Candy even before, like, she was this big old Candy. Like, I was following Candy like how Mandy and I were following Aubrey back when he was upset about not getting mm-hmm. his tuna sandwich. That's how long I've been following Candy. And just to see her explode and continue to go into all these businesses and balance and juggle and do all this stuff and still be vulnerable and open on reality TV, I'm just like, yeah, her saying, don't check for me unless you got to check for me, I... I understand. (laughs) So I just wanted to give a shout out to her because she's all over the place and she's just such an inspiration to people who want to go into business and be as successful with their business and diversify their portfolio, like restaurants, music, um, adult toys. Like she's in, she has her hands in so many different Mm -hmm. pots. So I think it's really cool. I just want to say about candy. I'm going to say a couple of things, but I want to start with this one. If okay. if you're out in the club, don't think she's not. And if you're out making love, don't <laughs> think she's not. And when you good and somebody starts getting hot, don't stop. Just don't think she not, cause she out getting hers. Uh, <laughs> hey now, message snapping, I'm snapping. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also want to say this is probably a very interesting time for Candy because, as you said, she she got a lot of bags and she be out getting them, and now she gotta be at home. But I'm sure she's enjoying it. She has her kids and a new baby, so she gets to spend a lot of time with them. Um, she's been doing TikToks, and again, I enjoy Candy, yep. and I said this to someone and. You know, she'd be saying it too, but Candy's out here doing these TikToks and Candy can't dance. She's a beautiful, she's, <laughs> she can sing, she's a beautiful songwriter, but Candy can't dance. And she, you can, and she goes on these TikToks and it looks good. So I'm like, you know, Candy got time on her hands because she practiced the dance enough to look good to be able to do the dance. So we all got, we could all be doing these TikToks. I don't want to, but for those of you who think you can't do it, if Candy can do it, you can do it. And uh, you can definitely do it. You can. It's really simple, you guys. I sent one to our friend group, and it was fun. It wasn't one of the renegade, renegade. It was like a choreography one, but it was fun. So, like, if you get bored and you're wondering, what's the hype? Like, don't be a grumpy, grump, McGrumpin face. Like, try it out. Grumpy McGrumpers. Grumpy McGrumpers, then. <laughs> grumpy McGrumpin Grime. Yeah, don't be like that. Did you just yawn? Am I boring you? Is my underappreciated award recipient boring you? (laughs) Oh, the disrespect. (laughs) Ouch. All right, Mandy, would you like to tell the listeners where they can find us? You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at MNO Podcast. 
you can send us all of your thoughts. Please send it. Like, we at home. So feel free <laughs> to, to send us your thoughts, questions, comments, concerns. Like, mm-hmm. we're still podcasting. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. even though we're literally pulling out segments and topics out our behind, we'd appreciate it. Oh, <laughs> well, I did today. She might be. I'm not. I was prepared, but we we did our meat and potatoes, and I this is, uh, is a safe space. All in this is a safe space. So I had to pull some extra stuff out my behind for meat and potatoes. That's not true. No, we transferred. Remember when I said my meat and potatoes is similar to your this and is a safe space? And my meat and potatoes was similar to your this is a safe space, and I still did my this is a safe space. Right, but we we don't act like it was all one big segment. I gave a transition. What I I mean is, (laughs) I had to pull out a new meat and potatoes. Anyways, I said all that to say, send us an email at mandyandolly at gmail.com. Please be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen so that you know when we drop a new episode. The episodes have been really interesting. I feel like these past uh rona inspired episodes and um i don't know if y'all heard but they was mixed a little differently so that's Mm -hmm. been nice you can check that out in our description yeah and you can hear it also we give a shout out to the people that have been um doing the mixing we're really really yes assisting us through this process um yeah we changed the uh, sound quality, so. I would say. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Sound um, so yeah, we we were able to to get off of that old thing we was using and use some new stuff, and I think it sounds better. Mm. <laughs> me too, me too. I also want to say, like Mandy said, we know y'all home, so listen to the <laughs> podcast. We know <laughs> that y'all have some time today. You got time. Give it a listen. And also, if you're home and you're maybe able to accept some packages, maybe you want to DM us, say, hey, listen to your podcast. Would love to get some free stickers or buttons. Maybe you'd love to do that. Maybe you'd love to do that. <laughs> free. Free. Okay. That's okay. all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> it was good talking to y'all. Bye. Bye. She said, Roxanne, then you look so familiar. Yeah, you look so familiar. Don't I know you from back when? Yeah, way, way back when.